Here's our spy movie news for February 22nd, 2022. Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. Awards nominations, upcoming spy movies like Heart of Stone, Cold Sun, The Bricklayer, Compromat, new streaming spy series, The Kingsman and Historical Accuracy, and Mission Impossible 7. Alright, subscribe to our show right now. Thanks, let's go! Here are the spy movies coming out in March 2022. We'll start with the only spy movie being released in the U.S. movie theaters in March, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. It hits the U.S. and U.K. screens on March 18th, following a nine-country release the day before. According to the official website, quote, Super Spy Orson Fortune, Jason Statham, must track down and stop the sale of a deadly new weapons technology wielded by billionaire arms broker Greg Simmons, Hugh Grant, reluctantly teamed with some of the world's best operatives, Aubrey Plaza, Kerry Elways, Bugsy Malone. Fortune and his crew recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star, Danny Francesco, Josh Hartnett, to help them on their globe-trotting undercover mission to save the world. It sounds like a fun spy movie to us. Unfortunately, the movie The Duke has been pushed out until April 22, 2022 in New York and Los Angeles. Other cities will get The Duke over the following weeks. This is the movie about the heist of Goya's Duke of Wellington portrait that prompted the addition of a replica of this painting to be added to the James Bond movie Dr. No, if you recall. Amazon Prime is bringing back a slew of James Bond movies on March 1st. You'll be able to stream A View to a Kill, Die Another Day, For Your Eyes Only, GoldenEye, License to Kill, Moonraker, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the Living Daylights, The World Is Not Enough, and Tomorrow Never Dies. And on March 31st, Amazon is adding Imperium to their catalog. This 2016 movie stars Daniel Radcliffe, who is an FBI agent who goes undercover as a white supremacist. Tony Collette and Tracy Letts also star in this movie. All right, award nominations are out. Award season is hitting its stride. So let's look at the 2022 nominees. BAFTA first. No Time to Die garnered nominations for Outstanding British Film, Cinematography, Linus Sandgren, Editing, Tom Cross and Elliot Graham, Sound, James Harrison, Simon Hayes, Paul Massey, Oliver Tarney, and Mark Taylor, Special Visual Effects, Mark Bukowski, Chris Corbold, Joel Green, and Charlie Noble. In addition, Lashana Lynch from No Time to Die and Harris Dickinson from The Kingsman were nominated for the Rising Star Award. The Rising Star Award is voted by the public. The Academy Awards. All right, let's take a look at that. No Time to Die earned three Oscar nominations. Best Original Song, Music and Lyrics by Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. This is the franchise's sixth Best Original Song nomination, if you count the 1967 movie Casino Royale. The previous James Bond winners in this category have come from the last two Bond movies, Spectre and Skyfall. Best Visual Effects, Charlie Noble, Joel Green, Jonathan Faulkner, and Chris Corbold. And Best Sound, Simon Hayes, Oliver Tarney, James Harrison, Paul Massey, and Mark Taylor. With these three nominations, James Bond movies have amassed 19 Academy Award nominations. Upcoming spy movies. So let's shift gears and look at movies that are in development or upcoming. Heart of Stone. Someone ought to tell the folks at Netflix that 
not every spy movie they do needs to star Gal Gadot. Oh, wait, she's great. <laughs> she's box office gold, and she works well with other big co-stars. Never mind. <laughs> Gal will be starring in the upcoming Netflix and Skydance international spy thriller, Heart of Stone. This time, she'll be starring with Jamie Dornan of Belfast and Fifty Shades of Grey fame. They are keeping the plot close to the vest. But with these two actors, ah, we can't wait. Next, Cold Sun. The espionage thriller Cold Sun will film this summer in the UK and Malta. Malta is always a great location for a spy movie. I've been to Malta. Great history, lots of World War II action there. A gorgeous country. Anyway, Tara Reid has signed on to play MI6 agent Marsha Ravencourt. She will be joined by Gabriella Wright, an Interpol agent. Variety.com tells us that this movie has been billed as, quote, Cagney and Lacey with a difference. Okay, that's interesting. The Bricklayer. We told you in last month's Spy Movie News about The Bricklayer. This is the upcoming espionage movie that stars Aaron Eckhart and Nina Dobrev. Well, according to Deadline.com, another actor has signed on to the cast, Oliver Trevina. We're also told that The Bricklayer heads into production next month. Compromat. Set to release in French theaters on September 7th, the espionage thriller Compromat, starring Gilles LaRouche and Joanna Kulig, has been sold to SND for distribution. Variety.com tells us that the movie is about a French diplomat working in Siberia who discovers he is being framed by the FSB, the Russian Federal Security Service, a successor of the KGB. The movie has been sold to Germany, Austria, Italy, Spain, Switzerland, Benelux, Australia, New Zealand, Poland, and the former Yugoslavia. We've yet to see a U.S. or U.K. distribution deal. Upcoming spy series. With the proliferation of streaming platforms, we are seeing more spy series being produced. Here are three with news this month. Slow Horses. Let's start with the spy series that is coming out on April 1st, 2022 on Apple TV+. This is the six-part series starring Gary Oldman, which is based on the novel Slow Horses. Oldman has been phenomenal in everything he does, from playing Sirius Black in the Harry Potter franchise to Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour. But in the spy world, we must remember him playing George Smiley in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Here, Oldman plays an MI5 boss. He gets all the untalented agents. We can see where this is going. Other cast members include Jack Loudon, Kristen Scott Thomas, Jonathan Price, and Olivia Cook. We like this cast. The Night Agent. Wow. In our November 2021 spy movie news, we told you about the 10-episode Netflix series The Night Agent, and that Gabrielle Basso and Lucianne Buchanan were cast as leads. This is the series with the FBI agent manning a hotline in the basement of the White House. Well, the cast is getting further fleshed out, and we like what we see. Joining Basso and Buchanan are Hong Chow, D.B. Woodside, Fola Evans-Akingbola, Eve Harlow, Phoenix Ray, Enrique Murciano, and Sarah Desjardins. We won't go through all the roles, but you can read about them on Deadline.com. As is pretty normal with Netflix, we have yet to see a release date for The Night Agent. Rabbit Hole. Paramount Plus has opened up a bit about the impending spy series called Rabbit Hole. The eight-part series will star Kiefer Sutherland, 
playing a private espionage agent, James Weir. As we've seen Kiefer do in 24 and designated survivor, he needs to preserve democracy against all odds. Sutherland was excellent in those shows, so Rabbit Hole looks like it will be another good show with him in it. Rabbit Hole is expected to release this fall. You could read more about Rabbit Hole at movieweb.com. And of course, we have the Ipcris File series coming out in March as well, the six-part ITV series starring Joe Cole. That is going to be fantastic. Listen to our February 8th podcast, the Ipcris File ITV Briefing with actors and directors, where we talk about this series by recapping the press conference that we were invited to attend for this show. Other spy movie news. Were we wrong last month? In our January 2022 spy movie news, we told you that No Time to Die obliterated an explosion record that had been held by Spectre. Well, this record was reported on many, many sites. Chris Corbold, who is the production special effects supervisor on both Spectre and No Time to Die, talks about this record on the official 007 YouTube channel, so you can check that out. Well, this doesn't sit well with Michael Bay, who was the director and producer for the 2001 movie Pearl Harbor. He told Empire Magazine that the attack sequence in Pearl Harbor was larger than Spectre. His words, quote, James Bond tried to take the largest explosion in the world. Bullshit. Ours is. Unquote. <laughs> quote, no one knows how hard that is. We had so much big stuff out there. Real boats. 20 real planes. We had 350 events going off. Three months of rigging on seven boats. Stopping a freeway that's three miles away. Well, it's by movie news. We don't know. We aren't explosive experts, so we turn to the Guinness World Records book. We just checked at GuinnessWorldRecords.com. It lists Spectre as having the record for the largest film stunt explosion at 68.47 tons of TNT equivalent. It also has a listing for the most explosives detonated in a single film take. No Time to Die has this record at 126.4 kilograms of TNT equivalent. So, while we don't know how much Michael Bay exploded, Guinness certainly doesn't know about it. So, we believe you have to be nominated, and you can nominate yourself to Guinness. If Michael Bay wants to be recognized, and he did set a Guinness record, he needs to let them know. Of course, if Michael Bay wants to come on to our podcast show here to discuss this, we'd love to have him. All right, let's move on. The King's Man historical accuracy. Well, this is interesting. An excellent article by Mike Rays on cinemablend.com examines how the historical characters were portrayed in The King's Man with their makeup, hair, and costumes. This was a challenge because real historical people were portrayed, so some semblance of accuracy was needed. His article has a clip where the movie's makeup and hair designer, Jenny Shirkor, discusses the challenges of getting historical accuracy while taking a few liberties to help the viewer. For instance, Tom Hollander plays three roles in this movie, and they have given him different eye colors for each. This wasn't historically accurate, of course, but it made it easier for us. Mike's article even has a link to an article he wrote about the deletion of a scene where Rasputin uses his large man parts. This was loosely based on reality, too. <laughs> okay. All right, we love getting the behind-the-scenes stuff like this, and it's nice to see how they tried to keep most things accurate. Mission Impossible 7. All right, there have been many stories this month about two Mission Impossible topics. The first topic being discussed 
is the cost overruns of Mission Impossible 7. Variety is reporting that Mission Impossible 7 costs $290 million to produce, and that's counting tax incentives. Wow. Just as a point of reference, Mission Impossible Fallout, which was the last Mission Impossible movie released, cost $190 million. Daily Mail has said that Cruise is in crisis talks with Mission Impossible bosses. Wow. The constant opening and shutting down production, moving to a different location, and paying salaries and lodging for the cast and crew added up quickly due to the pandemic blowing out the budget. That doesn't even count the interest that has to be carried during the delay. We talked in our February 2021 Spy Movie News about how No Time to Die had over $1 million in interest a month for that movie. Some articles are speculating that the cost overruns could affect Mission Impossible 8's budget. We'll have to see about that. The other topic we're seeing is that Mission Impossible 7 and 8 movies will serve as a send-off to Cruz's Ethan Hunt character. They aren't saying that this is the end of the franchise, just Ethan Hunt's role as the big-time spy for the movies. In the past, we've seen quotes from Cruz saying that they will never kill off Ethan. Let's hope that that's true and they don't try the same stuff that they did in No Time to Die. All right, in memoriam, Monica Vitti. Monica Vitti, the Italian actress known for her work with director Michelangelo Antonioni, has passed away at the age of 90. Her big break came in the 1960 movie La Ventura, in which she starred with Gabriella Ferzetti, who played Draco in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Spy movie fans may remember her for the campy spy movie Modesty Blaze, where she played the title character. Dina Eaton. We also lost Dina Eaton, who passed away at 70. She was a music editor with 51 movie credits. Five of those were the James Bond movies, Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, Die Another Day, Casino Royale 2006, and Quantum of Solace. Judd Bernard. Judd Bernard, who was the screenwriter and producer on the movies Point Blank and Double Trouble, has died. He was 94. Spy movie fans may remember him as the writer-producer of the 1974 movie The Marseille Contract, which is also known as The Destructors. Finally, we lost composer and music editor Kenneth Wanberg at 91. Wanberg worked closely with John Williams. They worked together on almost half of Williams' movies. His music editing is found in the first six Star Wars movies, the first three Indiana Jones movies, and over 115 other movies. Spy movie fans will recognize him as the composer for the 1982 movie The Amateur and the music editor on Catch Me If You Can, Minority Report, and Munich. Okay, that's a wrap. If you like our show, please share our show details through your own social media to friends and family. Tell them to subscribe to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, through their favorite podcast app. That helps us a lot. If you do, let us know. We'll give you a shout-out in one of our upcoming episodes. Thanks. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. And check out our YouTube channel as well. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.